Hello and welcome. I'm the ginger. And I'm the beast. And can you have too much of a good thing? So, we all know that we are in a horrible quarantine right now where we are stuck in our homes. It isn't as bad as what it was. I mean, earlier it was nasty. It was worse. It was worse. But now... You know, before everybody was looking at as a working from home or schooling from home was the greatest thing you could ever do. And I think that's changed. Well, I mean, I had the advantage or the privilege, however you want to look at it, of already working from home. Um, You know, I, I already was a remote employee. So for me, it wasn't too different. Um, I still enjoy working from home. I'm still very productive. I also don't have people to talk to. So that makes me more productive. But I do think that it's, uh, it had its stages where at first you went through excitement. Like, oh, I get to stay home. This is awesome. You know, you, you save money on gas and work in your PJs. And and yeah, then... the comfort. It, the comfort. <laughs> Come on now. This is true. I do wear PJs a lot. Uh, I wore jeans today, though. So, step up. And, nope, still no bra. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't remember. Um, uh, and I wasn't home for this one. I know. Um, but it, it had its stages. You know, at first, you had the excitement. And then it started to set in with the reality of it. Um, and the difficulty. And I know... For you, at first, you didn't actually have to work from home right away. You I wasn't still, allowed to. I couldn't. Right? You were still going out and working out in the field where I was then working from home and our boys were schooling from home. And it was hell because I'm not smart enough to be a teacher. This is why I'm not a teacher. I uh, Any teachers out there? I literally praise you and thank you because you have the patience that I do not possess, nor will I ever possess. I don't think many people have that unless they, unless you are already in the field. Right. Um, doing it. Yeah. Uh, doing 24 seven with raising, teaching and everything else right. with uh, kids, especially when they're hitting that teenage. Well, no, I shouldn't say the teenage state. My goodness. Our nephews and nieces are, um, they 20th. are. No, the young oh, the ones, little the ones. little ones. Oh, the little ones. I'm sorry. Three and four. They're already hard. That's just by itself, just trying to and teach them. I give definitely a lot of credit to uh, to all those teachers that are able to handle that. But Seriously. I definitely agree that it started out that way. I mean, in my case, I, I was forced to still go out and work. I mean, yeah. you know, some people were told to be safe and everything else. And then you've got all these... What, what do they call them? Essential, no, essential workers. Essential workers. Which I was still considered an essential worker, but I was already working from home. So I was essential, but still at home. And, so, and, and, and unless you were in the medical field, most of those essential workers did not get any kind of hazard pay. No. And if you caught it, if you caught COVID, well, that's, that's, that's too bad for you. Right. Well, and I will say a lot of the, just stories that I've heard, um, excuse me, admittedly from TikTok, um, different articles reading, you know, from firsthand accounts of especially retail workers. Um, it was kind of the census of, okay, well, you can't come into, or you shouldn't come into work because you were exposed to COVID. 
but you haven't tested positive yet. So you could come in, but if you do come in, you are then potentially spreading the virus. But by the way, we're not going to pay you either way, like unless you come in and clock in and work. So I, I think, you know, the, we kind of got off topic here, but that, you know, that it, can be in that. Yeah, that can really go off. It can, it can. But you know, it, it's it was interesting when it first started with having the kids home and, and schooling with virtual. And I will say, for us, I think it was a challenge because we were used to. There's no us in this. They're, they're no, not on I mean, this part. I mean, I was gone. You had but to deal with two later, kids twenty four seven. True, but later on, you started working from home, and it became the kids were home, and you were home, and I was home. And the challenge behind it wasn't necessarily that we were always home, but it was we were used to. The kids go to school for this chunk of time. You go to work for this chunk of time. And I have my job for this chunk of time. So we, you know, we, we were used to spending at least eight hours apart a day. And we were now spending 24 hours together. Which you hear so much from so many people. Uh, a lot of women. I, I know there's some guys out there and stuff. And there's some women that if they could spend every waking moment with their significant other or best friend, they'd love it. And that would be the greatest thing in the entire world. And I could see at first how great that is, but then it gets to the point where, okay, your office is up on the second floor. I'm going to go into the basement. I'm not even going to get one floor. I'm going to get a full floor apart so that I can just have my, even if it's only two hours just away from it for a little bit. And it's not that I didn't like being with you. I'm sure it's not like anybody that has that situation doesn't want to be with whoever they're with or their friends or whatever. But a break sometimes is what's absolutely needed before you lose your... I mean, you can only talk about so many things while you're together all the time because you're always seeing it together. Well, yeah, if you're experiencing the same thing, you then run out of topic matter basically because it was like, "Hey, did you see that? Yeah, I was sitting right next to you." And it kind of becomes boring. But and for us, I mean, we don't it's not like, oh, "Okay, hey, I'm going to run to the grocery store." It's, "Hey, I got to go get a gallon of milk. You want to come with me?" Um because we can then have a conversation and that's how we've kind of always been is that's like our, our time is especially in a car ride. You and I have great conversations in a car ride, Yeah, but you're right. When you were working from home, you worked in the basement. I was up in my office. We did have that two floors. We still checked in with one another yes. not, and not via text message or phone call, but rather, you know, we, I'd yell down the basement stairs or you'd yell up the stairs. Hey, how are you doing? You hungry? You know, I was going to say when you were like, honey, I'm hungry. Right. What are you making me for lunch? This is true. Cause again, if someone doesn't cook for me, I usually don't eat. Um, and not just because I'm lazy. Cause I am, but also because I forget to have food sometimes. No, that's so not the case. Fat, you but... forget you forget to have meals. This is true. It's not the food. That's why you've got your candy stash and everything else in your office. Because you know, oh, I'll just snack throughout the day. You're feeling a little peckish? Oh, I'll just have a Jolly Rancher. Yum, yum. It's true. Especially a cherry one or a green apple. Like, those are my go-tos. But whatever. Um, 
but oh, no, we trying still, to dodge the candy question now. Now I see what's dodging going it, on. Dodging it. But we did still, you know, check in with one another. But kind of, you know, looking at this as a whole, there is, there's research that the divorce rates skyrocketed. And you and I had talked at the beginning of the pandemic and the beginning of quarantine that my prediction was birth rates would rise yep. and divorce rates would rise. Absolutely. And, you know, doing a little bit of research, it was divorce rates have rose in the U.S. by 34% um, after COVID. But it was more likely for the couples that were married less than five months to be divorced. So those early marriages. Really? It, it was 20% of couples who had been married for five months or less had sought divorce, where in 2019, that was only 11%. How are they getting married so quickly and everything? I mean, how many marriages we should, you know what? I should have looked this up. I want to know how many people canceled or delayed their weddings because of this. Well, and I knew of two weddings that were supposed to happen in 2020. One did happen. One didn't. So I only know of. Fine. Our statistics, statistics 50%, say 50%. 50%. Right. <laughs> it does. It says 50%. Um, done by done by the uh, Ginger and Beast uh, polls. We're at a fifty percent <laughs> rating right now of wedding cancellations. But I think what it comes down to, and being someone who, I mean, we spent the first year of our marriage apart for six days a week because you were living in another city. Well, uh, yeah, I, my job took me, you know, half, right. you know. I was on the other side of the state. Right. You were like three and a half, four hours away. And then I ended up, I was pregnant with our first son on top of it. So driving that long when you have to pee every five seconds is not fun. I Or, or if you're drinking diet snapples. It's true. This is true. I pee a lot when I drink. I stopped drinking diet snapples like 10 years ago and you still bring I'll never, I'll, I'll never let that go. Well, I stopped drinking it for that reason. Um, but, you know, so our first year of marriage was actually the opposite. We had a lot of issues that we had to work through because we spent so much time apart. Back in the day when you had minutes on your phone versus unlimited plans and text messaging was not a thing. Oh, God, um, no. So, you know, there there was that, first off, where, you know, we did spend so much time apart. So that put a strain on our marriage. But now take it to the complete opposite where you're spending Every waking second on top of one another, that seems to have an impact on marriages as well, where they weren't really ready for the constant attention. And I think some people just can't handle it. Now, who do you think probably gets it a little bit more, though? Because if you think about it, I w you know, majority of households nowadays are a two-income families, but right. there is still the occasional stay at home parents. Right. We and I'm not going to say stay at home mom because there's a lot. I, 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 I know a couple of stay at home. Dads. So what happens now when the stay at home parents now has to see the spouse that was gone at least eight hours a day and their routine is now screwed up. So putting myself in their shoes, having previously been a stay at home parent for a very long period of time um, that would drive me insane 
Because when I did stay home with the kids, I had a set routine. I got up at this time. We had breakfast. We did cleanup. We did lunch. This kid went, you know, here. There was a set routine of what we did throughout the day. And if you would have been home for that, and regardless of if you were working from home or just home, um, that would have drove me nuts. That would have probably pushed me to a place of frustration and anger because it's like, okay, I have been doing it this way for so long. And regardless of if you meant to or not, you would have put your opinion in there and said, Oh, I, my, my, my personality, I would have asked everything. Why are you, why are you going right. now? Why haven't you left yet? Right. What do you have to do right now? Right. Why do the kids have to go? I, I would have questioned everything. Not because I thought you were wrong. Just because I'm, I, It'll take my mind off of work for a little bit, or I'm just distracted or whatever. So I'll just uh, look over here. Hey, what's going on? And I had a very, I will admit, I had a very set schedule of, you know, we ate at eight o'clock in the morning and then our oldest went to daycare and then he came, or not daycare, but preschool. And then I would pick him up and then it would be nap time. And we had this very set schedule. I grocery shopped on a schedule. I would keep track of the time because I only allotted myself you know, so much time to grocery shop. So it, throwing, especially if you're my personality, where you try to plan out every single thing, I make a mental map of a grocery store. I know when I walk through those doors, what aisles I need to go down, what I need. I have my list. I am prepared because I want to be in and out in as you know, the shortest amount of time. I can't do that. I know you can't. I like you going up and down every aisle. Every I like to see what if there's a great sale on something that I didn't know I needed, but then I need it. This is why sometimes it's not fun to grocery shop with you. I like spending time with you, but I don't need to go down. It's like a time. special trip. Yeah, it's our date night most of the time. Hey, it's fun. We've gotten to Especially that. nowadays. I mean, come on, Lau. Know, yeah. A trip out to the grocery store with your mask on, just going up and down the aisles. Making hey, everybody. Faces at people, by the way. I am known for that. That is that is one that that's one positive thing about the masks. You can uh, stick your tongue out and mock people with I your also, mouth at all. No times. one knows that I'm actually talking to myself because I do it quiet enough that people can't hear. Um, but my mouth is moving and nobody knows that my mouth is moving under my mask. Because I'm that person who goes, you're talking to yourself again. Stop it. And I I, I verbalize that. Um, and that makes me sound even crazy. Well, you see now, if you want to prevent that, what you got to start doing is start wearing the earbud in one ear. Because then people think, oh, they're on the phone. Yeah, I'm not that cool, though. Those things fall out of my ears. I, whatever. Have a little fake one. Mm. Q-tip. Is that a Q-tip? That's not a headphone. So some random person is going to come up to me and question whether I have a Q-tip in my ear? Yes, exactly. While I'm talking to myself? Why not? I'm pretty sure they're just going to leave me alone. There's different, there's there's weird people out there. And people who walk around with Q-tips in their ears? Apparently. Okay. So, you know, we, we've gone through the couple <laughs> aspect of everything. Now, uh, we, we started talking about the whole kids thing and the kids being home. And, you know, again, thank goodness for teachers and for everything they yeah, do. Thank you again. Um. But what about having the kids home more often? Because I will definitely say from when quarantine started, when they were fully virtual, not able to go to school, to going back to school, honestly, while they were home home more often, they did less chores. They did. They did do less chores. They... 
I think though, so on top of quarantine happening, we also had just moved and they had just changed school districts. Yeah. So we had two things working against us. Um, as far as the school district and the time of year where I'm a firm believer in seasonal depression, um, because I experience it. <laughs> um, but it is, it's difficult because, you know, they didn't have the relationships that they built from their prior school. So it was, it was hard because I'm sure a lot of other kids had a little bit more social interaction with maybe video games or phones, texting, you know, that kind of stuff versus our kids. Cause they had gone from one school district to another. Um, but I will say that they did kind of get into a funk for a I don't like that excuse, though, because because they went virtual, even though they moved schools, they were still online with all of their friends. They still had all their phone numbers. They were texting, using the, the Discord stuff, and they were still on, you know, doing the uh, video games online with the party chats. They didn't lose any of their old friends. They may not have been able to get the new friends at the new school in person. Yeah. But they still definitely had the large social interaction because even if even if they wouldn't have moved schools, it would have been the exact same thing. They still would have been home. They still would have been on video games. And they still would have been talking to the well, same do you kids. Think, do you think that it would be then because more along the lines of they were – they had to find their new normal. We had to find our new normal. And me being the person that I am, I was more lax with them with their chores because it was like, okay, well, I kind of feel bad for you. Because they will yeah. feel when I feel bad for them, not of their own doing. Like when if they when they did it and they screwed up and they got punished for it, I usually don't feel bad for them then. But if it's not their own doing, and I do feel some sort of empathy for them. Um, I do tend to get a little bit lax. So maybe that was my fault. Then. Yeah, that's possible. I'm not going to disagree that it could be your fault, but I'm not going to say that it's definitely your fault because that could have been their own reactions. I mean, right. we don't know. Cause you know, it's, it's teenage boys. You think they're going to tell us anything? Heck no. no. Um, how difficult was it to actually do the online schooling? You know, you have a question and is you, are you really going to get the answer? Or in the case that I, I, heard through many different people there were some classes that they could not decide how to pass or fail students so they felt it was not fair to fail anybody so no matter how you were doing you were going to pass the end of that well, year and, and i honestly i feel bad for all of the teachers the principals the administrators everybody involved because it was short notice that they decided to close the schools and they didn't have a game plan starting this fall though Oh my God, did they have their shit together or what? Because everything was planned out. They knew what they were doing. If we had to go backwards, which we did at one point in time, we had to go back because uh, we were in the phase situation where the kids went to school two days a week, virtual three days a week. Um, one of the, the middle school ended up going back to fully virtual and they knew exactly what they were doing. I mean, they had it all planned out. They didn't out. miss a beat. They no. just went straight into it. So... I guess I kind of, I call the beginning of this whole thing as far as the schooling a wash because 
they didn't know what the hell they were doing. Anybody who didn't work from home before that was able to work from home, they didn't know what they were doing. So it was kind of a finding your new norm and, and everything else. So as far as the kids not doing chores, yeah, I probably felt guilty and, you know, and, and, and slacked on them a little bit, but I will say. I know they enjoyed not having to do it. I'm sure they did. And I enjoyed it being done right the first time. So really it was a win-win. But I will say, you know, when it comes down to it, some people really flourished with having this much time with their families and other people, obviously, with, you know, the the different divorce statistics that we just talked about, some people just didn't do well. And I will say, you know, at the beginning of quarantine, the one thing that I kept telling you over and over and over again was I am so thankful that I like you, that I, Oh, thank you. (laughs) That I, I enjoy your company that I, not only do I love you, but I like you a lot and thank God for that. Because if it wasn't for that fact, I don't know if we would be sitting here right now because we may not have made it. Been together so much that we just can't even stand to look at each other anymore. Well, and there are like we have people in our lives where we're like, "Whoa, maybe you should take a break or figure shit out," because it's like they have spent so much time together. They're just they don't like each other anymore, and you need to get back to that point. Oh, very easily. You, I I mean, you know, this whole thing. Can you have too much of a good thing? Absolutely. I mean. Uh, you sit there and eat chocolate all day. Chocolate is fantastic. I love chocolate, but, but eventually, dark chocolate I'm gonna, is good for your I'm eyesight. Gonna, I'm gonna get rid of. I'm gonna get sick of chocolate. I don't think I could ever get sick of dark chocolate. We're gonna. Who wants to find out? Should we do a test here? Should, no, because I'm a. I'm, I'm Ginger I'm can a, only eat for a full week. You can eat dark chocolate. No, because I'm trying to eat healthy, and as healthy as dark chocolate is, it doesn't replace like carrots. So, and I like carrots. Chocolate covered carrots, carrots. That's something I've never tried. Carrots. We're gonna call them carrots. Carrots. That's creepy. That's weird. I'm gonna give them a shot. Carrots. Well, (laughs) you know, this was a fun conversation to have. So uh, please remember to uh, come check us out at our website www.gingerandthebeast.com. Subscribe to us. Follow us. uh, Send us in any questions or topics you want us to talk about, please. And uh, we hope to see you next time. See ya.